This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week, Ryan McCaffrey. Hello. Mitch Dyer. Hey. hey. Brandon Tyrell. Howdy. For his, joining us for his first appearance. First time. Yeah. So everybody be nice to him. Gamescoop nice. newbie. The virgin Gamescoop appearance. <laughs> yeah. Had it to is, get out of the way. I remember my first time. <laughs> <laughs> you always remember your first time. Yeah. Uh, it's that time of year. Time to we look ahead to... Christmas time? <laughs> well, kind of. Video game Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. E3 time. Uh, time to start down the road to E3, and we're going to start. We're going to be doing this over the next few weeks here on Gamesuit. But let's start with Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we're not starting because this one actually goes up after our Sony well, episode. So, but to, <laughs> we're starting today, right now. Today, we're talking about <laughs> Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft's press conference will be Monday morning, as usual. Yeah, they haven't announced the time, but it's always nine a.m. Nine a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Always nine or nine thirty. Monday morning. So. Uh, when we're all gathered around our, our monitors watching the show, when, you're, when we're in the conference hall and the lights dim, what's the first thing that comes up on screen? Halo 5. Yeah? I yeah. agree. Halo 5 Guardians, I, they come out swinging. I think it's got to be. I think uh, last year was kind of expected, didn't happen. Um, and this year, I think that's what you lead with. Yeah, I mean, you lead with a campaign demo, you show yep. whatever's, yeah, whatever's going on. I mean, they, they just revealed the cover art, right? So mm-hmm. now you have to go into, what does this mean? What, why does Agent Locke have a team? Why is John have this old team of Spartan 2s? What's going on here? Like, let's explore that a little bit and see where that leads. And then, I don't know, maybe you have a multiplayer demo on the show floor or something to that effect. Yeah, Phil Spencer tweeted recently that uh, it would be the most first-party-centric yep. E3 Microsoft has ever done, so I completely agree with these guys. I think we are going to kick it off with a campaign demo of Halo 5. I actually think we're going to come back with a, a demo of multiplayer 
towards the end of their briefing where they'll maybe totally show off gonna give us a whatever the, the, the large-scale yeah, yeah. large multiplayer is. Yeah. Well, what are the big games that we know Microsoft will be showing there that, that, will be, that we know uh, they have coming out this fall? So there is Halo 5. Did yeah, they? and we uh, Halo 5 sort of surprisingly got its release date of the end of October, which mm-hmm. is uh, Halo games never come out in it's October before. Battlefield's window. What's, yeah. what's the date? October 27th. 28th, okay. our, 28th sorry. 28th, I think. Uh, and so that, to me, says that that sort of coveted November slot is going to go to Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm. Well, Agree? Yeah, maybe we should mention yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking the, of Rise of the Tomb Raider, that's a Microsoft-timed exclusive. Yes. True. Yes. Uh, coming out this fall and coming out ahead of uh, Uncharted 4. That's huge, Since right? Like, got, de- got delayed. Yeah, and if you have a, t- a, a very Uncharted-esque game dominating the fall without an Uncharted in the way, mm-hmm. you get... PlayStation fans' attention, people who wanted an Uncharted 4, they start looking at Tomb Raider, which is a you know sequel to a great game. Yeah, it's suddenly a lot more appealing to have an Xbox One. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the splash that Tomb Raider made, you know, not too long ago, is still kind of fresh in everyone's mm-hmm. minds. And now, really, if if you were drawn in by that experience, Microsoft is the only place you can get it day one, right? So that's- please let's not have the supernatural. Stuff oh, anymore? No, please get rid of that. Oh, that's always been a part of Tomb Raider, though. Yeah, and I, uh, oh. I might be in the minority. I've but always kind of liked it. like the sort of on the fringes of the experience. You have this sort of supernatural vibe. See, I, I like that it's weird. I loved being on islands with dinosaurs. Yeah, and, like being predators way back in the day. Yeah, I love that stuff. But I, the last game with like the weird hocus pocus Japanese the, gods the, thing. Yeah, no? could not get behind it. I, yeah. If it's like, I don't know. Uncharted does it really well. Uncharted has done. Supernatural stuff that I in the first game was not on board with, but two and three I was more like, yeah, okay, like they're doing the Indiana Jones thing where mm. it's a believable world with a sudden phenomenon. Mm. I do like though the, the 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 last Tomb Raider, the reboot, sort of hinted at and did a, dabbled in proper tombs, like the sort of puzzle solving element. Yeah. I really hope they double down on that and we see a ton more of that stuff because I really enjoyed it in the yeah, last game. A lot of those were more like optional. Yeah, yeah exactly. excursions in the first game. I thought they were really fun. Yeah, I thought they were the best designed yeah. levels in the entire game. Yeah, really actually reminiscent of like Assassin's Creed 2 almost. Sure. Like oh, they had the underground catacombs stuff? Standalone oh, catacombs. That's so good. And like anytime you get into one and you see that huge shot of it, you're like, all right, now it's time to have fun. Yeah. You know? uh, what about Forza? I know, Ryan, you're a big racing fan. Mm-hmm. I love the series, yeah, and it's we're clockwork at this point. Mm-hmm. We're, it's a, it's a motorsport year. We had Horizon, Forza Horizon 2 last year. They've announced Forza Motorsport 6. They announced it at, uh, fittingly enough, the North American International Auto Show back in January, I think that was. Just saying that they had the partnership with Ford. They were right. going to have you know, the new Ford GT supercar in there. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, Forza 6 uh, will, will definitely have a, a good chunk of time on stage, I'm sure. And I, I would guess that it's going to have weather because they added weather finally to Horizon and they share technology. So I think we'll get more tracks, more cars, the sort of the stuff that Forza 5 didn't ship with mm-hmm. on Xbox One launch day, that to, to their credit, they did add a lot to it uh, via paid and free DLC over the, over the course of time. But yeah, I think weather, and then hopefully they'll have some other really cool trick up their sleeves for Forza 6. But it's, the history suggests it will be a really good game. Mm. What about Fable Legends? Is that a, is that a sure bet? <laughs> What about Fable Legends? Yeah. Is the question. Yeah, I mean that's so. a game that's been troubled, right? Like we, yeah. 
for a long time we thought it was going to be a free-to-play game. And the way they presented it, it seemed like a free-to-play game. <laughs> and it is. And it, now it's a free-to-play game. Which is fine. Like, I love free-to-play games. My favorite game of all time is a free-to-play game. Or the game I play the most now is a free-to-play game. Yours too. And yeah, I'm in the exact same boat. And the uh, sort of the uh, barrier... Should we, should we specify just for D- people Dota don't 2 know? for me and Smite for me. Smite for me. Um, and sort of the barrier uh, for entry to Fable Legends um, now is zero, right? Like you can... You can download it, and uh, they're using the same format that they do for these games that we're mentioning, where you have a rotating cast of characters, and I, I feel like what Microsoft's trying to do with this um, is really sort of double down on the investment, right? Now you can play this game. It's not a linear story that you've, you're one and done. This fable has now become something that's on your console. And yeah. I, I just don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't no, know. Yeah, for me, I mean, I, I played this at E3 last year, and to be fair, I haven't played it or seen it since then. They've been running a closed beta, which I have not been a part of, so my impressions are now a year old, but this game is just not what I'm looking for from Fable. I, I've, I've thought Fable has such a... There's a charm mm-hmm. and, a, and a humor and a, um, a core to it of character customization and being good or evil or a mix of both. In this game, you're rolling... You, you have pre-canned, yeah. pre-made heroes that seemingly they weren't last year, not customizable. It's a 4v1 game, which... Evolve was a 4v1 game that I loved that didn't seem like it really latched on, you know, uh, as far as sales or the community goes. And this is a free-to-play 4v1 game. There's no character customization. There's no, seemingly no story to it. It's just basically instances over and over. And, I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. What I played is fine. There's nothing... It's not a... It doesn't seem to be a bad video game. It's It's just... It's just not... I think it takes... It, I think it just forgets everything that makes Fable interesting. That's my problem. Do you remember like the first trailer for Fable where you were zooming in on the land of Albion and you had the narrator over the background and those like wind chimes and they really did this fairy tale. Gamescom twenty thirteen. <laughs> that might have been the one. Um, but that is what I, I look for in Fable. Like I, that enchanted, I want to get lost in this fairy, yeah. this living yeah, I mean, fairy tale I can play through. I'm not looking for a stat grind because that's essentially what I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, it's MOBA-esque now, right? Sure, so it, it is Microsoft trying to get... They're in, experimenting with in, that design style. It is all about those kinds of systems and yeah. controlling lanes and fighting back mm-hmm. against neutrals. And Fable, Fable 2 was a... Fable 1 was excellent, but, you know, very sort of flawed and compromised based on the original vision. Mm-hmm. Fable 2 really brought most of that potential to the table. Fable 3 was a little bit of a misstep. Even Molyneux admits that now. And so, you know, I really want a, a next-gen fable built on, you know, next-gen technology sure. that's that sort of takes everything that's been great about fable and just builds upon it and tries to perfect it and, you know, full respect to Fable Legends as the game it's trying to be. It's just not the fable game that sure. I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, I respect the series for being experimental. Every game yes. is different. It tries these weird new things and takes risks that Sometimes don't work, hey, and even, this one might not either, but yeah. it's also an interesting game. And I will say, like, some of the elements that they're introducing into it are genuinely interesting. Like the the 4v1, the one aspect where you're basically... Yeah, you play the villain. The dungeon yeah. master mm-hmm. of the game. Like, I'm interested in seeing how that unfolds in, in populating these monsters yeah. to have your heroes fight. But, you know, again, not exactly what maybe that brand sure. should have morphed into. And but. at least the worst case scenario is you lose a bit of time yeah. when you try it out for free. Yeah. Well, those are the... The safe bets, the first party titles. What about games that we think are very likely to appear on stage with Microsoft? What about this Gears of War remaster we keep hearing about? 
it, it better it better have something more than just 1080p and 60 frames to get, to get me excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talk about this on Podcast Unlocked. Like yeah. remasters are super common. They don't often bring a lot to the table. And if you're just a remake without anything new, like if you're not introducing anything new to the player, then what do you? What, what's the value of the like, product? Okay, nostalgia. it's nostalgia. Yeah. Like they're selling nostalgia. But that's so predatory and useless. It doesn't benefit well, and, and, and it better not be sixty dollars. If we were, that's all it is. We were just having this conversation before we shot, right? Like I had that moment with Gears of War on the three hundred and sixty, where I was like, I walked into a room and the god rays were coming down, the sun was beaming, and you see particles floating through the air, and I thought, whoa, this is next gen, right? And I'm interested in seeing what Gears of War looks like now on current gen, and that's. Largely it. Like <laughs> that's 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 largely all I'm I'm after with that. The nostalgia hit. And I don't really see it being a product that does particularly well, but we'll see. But as to the likelihood of it being there. Oh, it seems all but yeah. all but assured at yeah. this point. I'm I mean, sure we'll get a Gears teaser, like the, a Gears of War four or whatever it's gonna be teaser. And then but in the meantime, while you wait, you know, the, here's the, the rematch. By the way, the interesting thing is uh, if they decide to name it Anniversary, which I guess they didn't. There was that Brazilian. What is it? They're calling it Ultimate, Ultimate Edition. Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's only the ninth anniversary of Gears of War. Next mm-hmm. year is the tenth anniversary. Maybe they hold it for next year and just start talking about it now. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Not that it matters. What's going on with Quantum Break? Uh, Delayed. It's, it's just it's, it's Remedy. I mean, they're they're a team that their track record is n- filled with nothing but success. Alan yeah. Wake. Brilliant game, yeah. underrated. It sort of it had the legs though. Eventually, it went on to sell well, just not enough to get its uh, in development sequel fully green lit at the time. So, Quantum Break, here we go. It's supposed to have live action TV elements that, who's when your and your choices affect the show, and then but it goes. It's all contained within the game. Right. They say so. Right. It's, it goes game to to live action episode back to game. Uh, and it's remedy. It's you know Alan Wake and Max Payne, and those guys know what they're doing, but they are they are not to be rushed. <laughs> They've never shipped a game. They're a small team yeah. by modern standards. So I am very confident that this game is going to be excellent. I'm just I need to play it at this point. I, I want to play it and see how it plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we saw the Gamescom demo, which is what you're seeing here. Yeah. We got a decent look at you know what the what the game actually is in motion. We got to see some of the combat, some of the the traversal, and all that kind of good stuff, but. What we need more of is the relationship between the game and the show. I want to see how they work together. Like concrete examples of, hey, you did this in the game. Mm-hmm. This is what happens in the show, and you proceed with the game with those consequences. Right. I don't need another vague trailer about time travel and stopping time and how cool this main character is. Like, I got it. I'm on board. Tell me what this game but is. I will say to, to fully answer your question, Damon, the game that I am hoping to see that I want to see, we got. It was possibly the thing that excited me most that they're press conference last year, uh, and that's inside. I gotta switch my B-roll. <laughs> switch your B-roll. Uh, I will vamp for a second. So yeah, last year, the guys from, we knew the guys from that made Limbo, which play, is my, my favorite Xbox yes. Live Arcade game of Mine all too. time. Uh, they'd been making something new for a long, long time. In fact, Mitch, you did a story on it years ago. Yeah, I interviewed yeah. them like two years, years ago. ago. About the, like the basic concept of and making a new game. Now we're watching crazy. it again and seeing this. I haven't actually looked at this in a year, and now I want to. I want yeah, this video I, game so bad. So I actually yeah. just said that to Damon. I said I hadn't watched this trailer <laughs> in so long, and oh, it looks so good. You can see a lot of Limbo-esque yeah. direction in it, sort of artistically. Except, oh, look, a little bit of color now. And uh, these guys, I mean, Limbo was genius, mm-hmm. it, it remains. I played it again when it re-released last holiday on mm-hmm. Xbox One, right. and I found it every bit, I found it had aged brilliantly, sure. and I want to see and know so much more about Inside. I think this this is their star uh, 
title that no one's talking about. Mm. Including Microsoft. They're not talking about it either. I mean, yeah, we haven't had a, I don't think we've had a single update since E3. They, that is yeah. correct. That is correct. It's a dev that remains very vague about itself. Yeah. Uh, well, another game that was shown off at their press conference last year was the new Crackdown. Crackdown, as oh, Mitch no. and I and, like to say. We like to say that. It's Scottish developers. David it Jones. Is. It is. Crackdown. That's another uh, game we haven't gotten any updates on. Yeah. No. Uh, you had that bombastic trailer, yeah. right? It ended with a bang, like literally. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, that, it kind of went quiet. The super promising thing is we see the, in the trailer, you know, the, the, the big climax at the end. The truck smashes into the building. The building comes crumbling down. Mm-hmm. The roller coaster game, Scream Ride, mm. seems like a really good test bed for something like Crackdown, where you have... Oh. Targeted destruction and dynamic, you know, bits and pieces of building falling down, and to implement that kind of technology into something like Crackdown, where hey, you're taking down skyscrapers with explosive trucks, that seems really awesome. So it gives me confidence to know that the technology seems to be in place. Now I just want to see what this game looks like. This well, is a CG trailer. And yeah. remember that 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 whole thing was supposedly that's that's what their sort of power of the cloud thing that they've yes. they've gotten yeah. away from that messaging sure. as part of as part of Microsoft's ongoing effort to. Fix all their messaging, but um, games, 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 games. Yeah, games. I mean, exactly. we're back exactly. to the sort of the the visual style and yeah. feel of the original game because yep. everybody, you know, Crackdown Two was a misstep. Crackdown One was was uh, fantastic, but sort of a shell of of what Crackdown mm. could be. And yeah, here we go. We're, we're watching this. Is the, this is the good part. But yeah, uh, what is Crackdown? What's it going to be? I suspect it's a holiday 2016 title. If I were a betting man, and, yeah, I would not. I, I would not put it in this fall. No way. It's too busy. There's no yeah. room for a game like yeah, this. Yeah, it's very, very crowded. It gets in the way of Tomb Raider, which is their all-star 2015 well, yep. open world game. Yeah, I think mean, you, know, you, you can you can already pencil stages. in Gears of War 4, whatever they call it, and Crackdown for their as two of their big fall 2016 titles. Yeah. It could even be maybe an early uh, year, early 2016. I haven't the previous too. Crackdown has been like a. Uh, early you never know. I mean, early, it yeah. seems like Quantum Break's going to fit that or mm. their mm. their early 2016 slot. But then, what about Scalebound? So Another this, game announced last year. Yeah. So this is interesting, right? Like, I, I don't really know what to make of it. You see it, you think like, okay, third person action RPG, and then you know, quotes coming out saying, "Well, what is it? Tell us what this game is." And like, well, it's very platinum games, and it's very. Microsoft, and so it's very platinum. If you look at the trailer really closely, you can (laughs) figure it out. If you look at a CG (laughs) trailer, and I'm like, okay, is it is it Monster Hunter? You can see it right now. Like it's got giant giant monsters, Mm -hmm. um, and then in a minute they hop. Wearing them Beats headphones. Yeah. And then in a minute he hops on the back of it and takes off, and uh, and so is it Monster Hunter? Is it is it Panzer? Like that's exactly. Like what what is this game? Uh, And that curiosity has me really excited. Also, I just love giant monsters. So yep, yeah. Yeah, the potential here is incredible. I don't like this trailer. I, I'm super on board with this like very rambunctious and lighthearted main character in oh, this yeah. world where dragons are just annihilating each other, taking off into the skies. There's you know dragons everywhere. The idea that this could be some kind of like potentially online only thing is really fascinating too. Hmm. What if all, like if all those other dragons are other characters, which Platinum is suggesting? Oh. That's really interesting. Yep. And then part of me, the cynic in me, thinks like, oh, it's on rails connect. No, stop it. No, you will not see Connect in E3. I guarantee I it. I 100% agree. I think that clouds the messaging that they're going for now. So Now, traditionally, Call of Duty has been very closely tied to Xbox, and in fact, many, many of their press conferences have started with Call of Duty. I was about last to say, year. I totally forgot. Last Take year? it back. But is it like, are things changing? I mean, maybe, right? Like, Brian Albert, who went to see Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3 for us, mm-hmm. played it on PlayStation 4. Mm. That's weird. <laughs> you right? never see that with Call of Duty. It's always 
Xbox up front. You have Xbox on all the trailers. That stuff's not there right now. So I have to wonder if Microsoft doesn't have Call of Duty. Well, the, that that marketing deal did have a, a term, yeah. and I, and I, but I don't remember when or if they even publicly said, but it's very possible that that deal is up and and either Sony swooped in with a bigger offer or, or what have you. So who knows? I mean, the game's going to come out on all platforms, but so you're sure. right. It, it definitely will affect whose conference it shows up in at yeah. E3. Uh, today we got the official reveal of the next Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. 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 Uh, if I remember correctly, last year Unity was shown at the Microsoft Correct. conference. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So that's a possibility that we could see uh, with Microsoft this year. Yeah, AC was a PlayStation exclusive. Not exclusive, but you know, it was presented there for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I, I'm uh, every year. I, I love that they've gotten away from the sort of Ezio trilogy, and every year since the Ezio trilogy, they've done something different. Yeah. So I, I very much appreciate that. And apparently, this is single player only. Single player only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is bold because they've been trying to branch out into the into multiplayer with well, this game. Which makes me think that this might be one helping of whatever Assassin's Creed is in you know coming up in the future, right? Like Ubisoft has so many studios now and mm-hmm. they all work on projects simultaneously. <laughs> they all together. work on Assassin's Creed. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and the division, what is there like six studios working oh, on the division? Oh, there's a lot. Well yeah. So speaking of the division Deep fired its delazors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> nice. So not much of an opportunity to be on the Microsoft stage, you don't think? Probably. It's still possible. It was I mean, last year, it's, wasn't it? It's a, yeah, uh, yeah they they have a little arrangement with Microsoft, mm-hmm. and it's it's still a Q1 2016 game. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, um, it, now now you get you know whatever the the launch trailer was going to be, maybe is closer to a teaser. I don't, I don't know, you know, but it's totally possible to have it up there, even though it's moved to 2016. Yeah, now. and even though there is a Ubisoft conference, this is an MMO. It's a big game. Yeah. Uh, they have plenty of stuff to show, so you can see something different yeah. at Microsoft than you would at UB. Maybe a different <laughs> playthrough of the same space, maybe two different locales. And I, I, we still don't know really fundamentally what this game is. Oh, it's a shooter. It's, it's an RPG. It's, yeah, they, they <laughs> say, okay. shooter, yeah. I mean, we've seen. <laughs> you start throwing letters on <laughs> at the it's, end it's of the genres. Yeah. So it's I'm very curious. It, it, you know, it, it blew us away a couple years ago, and we saw it behind closed doors last year. So um, eager to find out what it is for real. What about Rock Band? I think it makes a ton of sense for Rock Band to show up on Microsoft stage of the two, if it's going to show up anywhere. Because yeah. you know, um, who knows? I mean, they are more or less an indie title this time around, I mean, publishing yeah. themselves. But With Mad Cats, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the the guys making the instruments for them. But it makes a ton of sense where uh, you know a lot of gamers have jumped from 360, which was do- fairly dominant, particularly in North America last generation, to PS4 hmm. this generation, but and uh, Harmonix did announce that all your DLC from last gen right. will transfer over to this gen, but only in the same console family. Right. So if you're one of those people that went from 360 to PS4, all your, your, your DLC for Rock Band will not come with you to PS4. Yeah. Therefore, you would think that it's in Microsoft's best interest to give a little push yeah, to Rock Band, give them some visibility, some, some time on stage, if you will, literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and say, hey, come on over... Uh, Pick yourself up an Xbox, and you've got your hundreds of dollars of DLC just waiting sure. for you, ready yeah. to go. That actually makes a lot of sense. That's 100% confirmed. Like, all uh, your DLC is? from 360 DLC transfers yeah. to X1. Mm-hmm. That is a huge boon for Microsoft, because Rock Band is huge. And yeah, it's, they, and it was huge on Xbox 360. And it, absolutely. That's where I played it, yeah. And, yep. it, and people <clears> you know, have been clamoring, I guess. It took a while for like the plastic instrument craze to kind of die down, and the dust is settling yeah. now. And I think people are ready to jump back in. This could be a big win for them. Now, Microsoft owns Minecraft now. 
Yep. And Telltale has this Minecraft story mode game coming. Mm. So that could be. That's a right. I forgot about that. Yeah. No. I'd be surprised if we got anything more than a teaser. Yeah, we haven't seen anything point. thus far, I don't think. Yeah, Telltale has been announcing a lot of stuff lately. You know, yeah, the Super well. Show thing and the Minecraft and the yeah. the Marvel Comics game. Like, they are working on so many things. Where do they find the time? So I'd be surprised if we saw much from Minecraft. But yeah, I think it's this is Microsoft's thing now. They own Minecraft. It would look really good to have a new Minecraft game on stage mm-hmm. in some capacity. Yeah, totally agree. But now, as far as things that we don't think will be there, you think Connect. Is it finally, no. finally no. a no-show? No, They're that done thing. trying to push Connect. Out Connect, I mean, Connect is in a coffin. <laughs> I mean, sort of like the last heartbeat coffin of the Coffin with Connect. a K? Huh? Uh. Nice, nice. I think <laughs> better with Connect, just a coffin. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think sort of the last heartbeat of Connect was Rare, right? And their sports series and all that. Yeah. And now they're moving on to other things. And uh, Well, theoretically, theoretically, we don't know for sure. Yeah. God, I hope they're making a Battletoads game. Uh-huh. Um, so I I don't imagine it's going to be there. Also, the messaging of like, it's got to stay on par with what the successful messaging of this cycle has been so far, which is games, 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 hardcore games for the core audience, right? And the all-in-one entertainment system didn't work, and the Kinect-based family device didn't work, so now they're doubling down on games. And it seems like it's working, right? I mean, the, the message has started to become more and more clear yeah. with mm-hmm. things that they've done, so... A lot of Connect support, I just I don't see it happening on stage. Maybe like in the after show, right? I don't see Phantom Dust happening on stage. That, that was one of the like out. weirder surprises last year. Like, wait, you're bringing Phantom Dust back? Yeah. And then it's it, they say it's not canceled. The developer's no longer working on it, and that yeah, developer so. shut down. Uh, Phil Spencer insisted to me on Twitter that it's not canceled. I uh, again, betting man, I I would bet that that game never comes out. Sorry. Let alone that it's on stage at E3 this year. Sorry to the five Phantom Dust. Sorry, fans. Vince. <laughs> uh, finally, what about Titanfall 2? Too early. Yeah, too way too early. early. Yeah. Way too early. You're out. Anything, you know. I think it even clouds the messaging of like potentially Call of Duty, definitely Halo. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's just. How many marquee shooters do you need yeah. this year, you know? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting thing we didn't bring up real quick. What's that? Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Well, because we so, know that so, it's going to be Sony branded. Yeah, that's yep. the thing. They've so, got their... Like, that's they, a huge loss for Microsoft. So it's not a Sony exclusive. Sure. But now you, you can do an advertising exclusive, basically. Like, so, de- like Destiny Like Destiny was, was yeah. Which means you might get DLC a little bit which, earlier on PlayStation, mm-hmm. which is a little, yeah. little and, bit important for that game. Yep. Which totally works in the mind of consumers. Yes. Like, I'll talk to people and they're like, Destiny's on Xbox? Oh, yeah. people think yeah. of Mass Effect as an Xbox franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, I, I, Sony kind of struck pay dirt with their Destiny sort yeah. of DLC first, right? Like, as a guy who played Destiny on Xbox, mm-hmm. yes, it exists. Um, <laughs> You're the, you are not a joke. You were literally the only the, person, the only person on Xbox. Such a snowflake. Um, oh, there were, like, the hand cannon, you know, that I wanted really bad was a Sony exclusive. And there was a, a, a strike that I wanted to play that was a Sony exclusive. Ah, so dumb. And now, as somebody who, who, you know, kind of stopped playing uh, Destiny, now I have a PS4, right? I'm watching a Destiny live stream talking to Destin about it, who is... Destiny super fan. A professional go, go Destiny figure. player. <laughs> yeah. Professional Destiny I mean, that's, uh, what <laughs> that's what he gets paid for. <laughs> Basically. Um, talking to him, he's like, hey, yeah, jump back in with us. And now I'm thinking, do I, do now I just switch back over to, the, to Sony? So like that kind of strategy for a game that's so heavily dependent on DLC, yeah. that kind of seems like Sony kind of knows what they're doing in that, in that arena now. So see Battlefront growing there, definitely. 
All right, so we've talked about what we know will be there, what we think might be there, and what we know won't be there. Before we go, some like pie in the sky, what would be some like awesome, crazy surprise announcements? A perfect dark game. Yes. Would be awesome. So like you like, talk about what's Rare been working on. Yeah. yeah. yeah a perfect I mean, dark or uh, a real conquer a game? conquer game. They've been doing this conquer in Project you, Spark. Somebody's making a Battletoads game. Battletoads? Somebody's got to be. Rare, hopefully... Rare is working on something I, real. Yeah. I want a. I want Rare to go back to their heyday. I want a, yeah. a new Rare platformer, whether it's Battletoads yeah, or, an, or Banjo this, or a new project IP. or the, the ukulele. Uh, yeah, the ukulele Kickstarter. Like, surely they see that, there's a, a platonic. I think. A want for that sort of yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what about a Gears Four? I'm talking about Gears of War remaster. What about a proper Gears? Yeah, I mean, so I, too early. Sorry, sorry. I after, think, after you. Yeah, thank you. I think, like Ryan just said, he cut the, he cut in front of both of us. I think <laughs> it's too early. I think the remaster is probably the uh, you know the consolation until it comes out mm. next year, maybe the year after. I think y'all are insane. I think Gears think of War is? Four is whatever it is. The next Gears from Black Tusk has to be D three in some capacity. Maybe it's not playable. Maybe it's not a release date. It'll be there. It was, they started development because they publicly said on Twitter that it started development as soon as they made that deal. Microsoft bought it from Epic February of last year. So it's been in development for what, 15 months? Mm -hmm. Sure. That's not a lot of time. But you know, like, man, if they have an environment that's on fire and a Marcus Phoenix VO and it's just a logo, you you got it. (laughs) We have a 15 month trailer for E3. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we'll see something. I think we'll get. Like something that indicates cast, characters, yeah. era, something. Where do you think it's set, real quick? Because I'm curious what you think. <sighs> something with Marcus. I don't know. Po- I mean, post Gears Three, something that indica- incorporates the stuff that we saw in the uh, the episode that I forget the name. Aftermath that was in Judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this was set after Gears Three. It involved a lot of the characters from Judgment, and they're kind of they were way, way in the future. They were old. They, they were working and talking to Marcus. Like, that's really interesting. What happened to those characters? I think we find a way to get Dom back in there. Yeah. I, I think, Another yeah. prequel? Maybe. That just didn't work for Judgment at all. Know. Like, that series is Maybe. so splintered now, so I don't know. Uh, Rise, Son of Rome, Xbox One launch mm. title that yeah. some people are actually fans of. Sure. I liked that game. I, I mean, it's got problems, but I thought it yeah. was really fun. It was very pretty. I love the story. Mm-hmm. I, I, when you play through that game, uh, the, the story is actually really compelling. But I don't know, man. It like, pretty. It was the very pretty. <laughs> that studio getting another Rise game. Yeah. Uh, very unlikely. I yeah. think that studio is. I think Crytek's in trouble. Like you hear a lot of stuff about Amazon coming out of nowhere to save them, mm. investing in a lot of CryEngine stuff. They've had this MOBA in development for years. That. Showed up at E3 last year and nobody heard anything about since. Like they just stopped talking about it and nobody at Crytek will answer my emails about what's going on with it. I don't know. I don't know what that studio is up to. Well, and and the amidst all the chaos with that studio, word came out. Whether don't know for sure if it's true, is that Crytek actually owns the IP. So Microsoft can't actually just make a sequel without mm. them. Sure. Without their at least some sort of involvement. Yeah, I, I think Rise is probably not a thing that's going to be a franchise ever. We got one flawed but likable game. Finally, State of Decay has been a big hit uh, on both Xboxes. Yeah. So, uh, originally codenamed State of Decay was uh, kind of split into two things, like Class 3, Class 4. Class 3 being the single-player standalone, kind of what we saw uh, State of Decay become. Class 4 was always supposed to be this next step into a multiplayer, open world, like more MMO kind of kind of idea. Um, 
I would love to see that, and I think it's probably still too early for that, in my opinion. Um, but I think you're right. So excited for that, and you know it's coming to Xbox One, right? Like it's just. Sure. I mean, we don't know that, but it's got to. It's it's got to be. Yeah, coming. that that game did so well. Yeah. On Xbox One, and like it, it sold really well on PC as well, obviously. But that game found a home. People, it resonated super well on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they re-released it on Xbox One fairly recently. Uh, read Brian's review on IGN.com, and. It's just a, it's the exact right game at the right time. Yep. Amid this Daisy craze, all these games that like Rust and H1Z1 and all these games drawing on the idea of interacting with other players and engaging with them in systemic ways is really, fan, uh, really fascinating. And if you can capitalize on that on console using a franchise that people love, that's rich. All right, that's a preview of what to expect. From Microsoft at E3 this year, Microsoft conference will be the morning of the 15th, June 15th. You can watch it live on IGN. We'll have pre and post show coverage, and we'll have live coverage the entire week of E3. So watch it on our. We got the Xbox One app, the Xbox live stream stuff. So big TV, just kick back. Plan to hang out with us all week long. Before we go, we got to play a video game. Twenty questions. Oh, oh let's no. do it! I haven't done this yet. Everyone know how this works? I don't. All, I don't. Let's do it. You know how 20 questions work? Yeah. I am thinking of a game. You all have 20 questions to ask me to figure out what game it is. The questions just have to be yes or no questions. Okay. Is this game on Xbox 360? No. That's all I got. <laughs> Who's got Mitch. questions? Who's got uh, questions? Well, it's, we know it's not Limbo, so... Uh, is, so this is a game that you're thinking of just a game that is out? Or, okay, is that going to... Right, so is this game Is out? this game released? Yes. Is this game a... Console exclusive. Meaning, is it only on one console? Can you rephrase your question? Is this game also available on PC? No. I mean, the simple answer is no. It the was game. never released on PC. Is this a canceled game? No. Uh, does it star a bald space marine? No. <laughs> is it an indie game? Nope. Is it a first person shooter? Nope. Is it a platformer? Yes. Is it Voodoo Vince? (laughs) (laughs) Is this an an original Xbox game? Nope. Okay. Is it Conquer Live and Reloaded? Nope. Stop. (laughs) You're you're just throwing away good questions, Brian. We've been doing this for a few weeks on Games and no one has ever lost, so if you guys lose, you'll be the first to ever lose. Is this a 2D game? Yes. Okay. Okay, We're making headway. So far, our information we know. Can we recap? Probably Mm -hmm. Xbox One. 2D platformer. I thought he said 360. He said no. no he said no said on 360. 360. Oh, okay. He said no on the original Xbox. Correct. Yes. Okay. I'm just assuming this is an Xbox question. <laughs> is this an Xbox game? Nope. <laughs> Damon. <laughs> you have 30 some years of video game history to single in single out. All right, we have 2D platformer. Wait, we wasted so many questions <laughs> yeah. to figure out it's a 2D platformer, not on a Microsoft console. Uh, or the PC, except for maybe ROMs. I don't know. And anyway, it wasn't canceled. Is it 2D or 3D? Did he say? It is a 2D It's a platform. 2D game. All right. And it well, was on a console, not how, a PC. How many do we have left? Seven questions left. I kind of feel like maybe we should ask about the Disney angle. The Disney angle? Yeah. Go for it. Is it was it made in the 90s? Uh, let me just double check. <laughs> oh, it's like on. right on the cusp. It's like right okay, on the cusp. Okay. So we we generally know sure. the era. Okay. 
So does it star what? an iconic mascot? Yes. All right. So far, so good. All right, all right. Iconic mascots. Crash Bandicoot. Seven up. <laughs> Seven up. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Mario. Conquer. Bubsy. Yep. Ratchet and Clank. Jack and Daxter. Oh my god. But then he uh, did, he did say two D. Okay. Yeah. The answer to your question was released in the nineties. Is no. <sighs> was it released in the two thousands? No. Okay. So it was a, it was an eight, it was an eighties. So it's, it's, it's the eighties. It's, okay. it's an eighties two D platformer. It's late eighties because he already said it was. Yeah. Yeah. Late eighties two D platformer. So it was with a ri- mascot. It was original NES. It could, you know could what? Be. It could also be Bonk's Adventure too. I mean, Bonk could be Super Mario. What if, what if I'm it is just Mario? I'm gonna give you an extra question. <laughs> what if it is just Mario? Is Mario in this game? Yes, uh, and that's a free one because it's really on the cusp of 80s and 90s. I don't know. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So you're at 16. So Mario's in the game. It's a 2D platformer released on the cusp of the 80s and 90s. Uh, wouldn't that Mario put two? It, yeah, that would. Mario two. Two was three. two was well, 88 because. I know that for a fact. When was the wizard? <laughs> That's Mario three, but that was yeah. Was that eighty nine or ninety? Okay, I think of one trait that. Uh, how many? How many do we have left? Four, four questions left. Think of one trait that differentiates three from two. <laughs> Is uh, it all well, well, multiple play- Princess Peach. Multiple playable character. Yeah, was Peach playable? Would be if we wanted to. Or you could just at that point <laughs> you just ask: Is it Mario two? Is it Super Mario Brothers two? No. Is it Super Mario Brothers three? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> Literally the easiest question in the world. I'm thinking of a game. Oh, what could it be? We immediately were like, is it a Halo game? Like one of the most legendary games. Ever. Is it Azuric? No. So it was like it was released 1990, but I think it was in arcades before then. Yeah. So that's why I was a little. Confused. I assumed that this would be a themed question. We should have just asked. That it. I don't want to make it too whistle. easy. I don't want to make it too yeah. easy. But you guys got it. Yeah, we did. We did. That means Just, IGN yeah. has a perfect win record for a video game 20 question. Barely. Wow. That would have been embarrassing. We really if we, by if we didn't get Super Mario Bros. 3, that's really embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't really embarrassing because it would like, look at those Xbox idiots. No, you guys. But we got, got there. By the way, my favorite Mario ever. Yeah, oh, Mario. Uh, I think, I think yeah. really good. it is the best. 64 was good, but yeah, absolutely. I like Three. I like most of them. Are, most <laughs> of them are all really, really good. Name a bad Super Mario game. Not two. a mainline one. Oh. Nope. Wrong. Good game. Great game. Love that game. Oh, which one? Which one? He said two. two. You don't nope. think it's good? Uh, you don't want to throw like two, two. Uh, Alright, well not bad. Uh, definitely on the lower end of the Mario scale. But really even was... then, that even on the low end is still better than 90% of other <laughs> Most games. other platformers? Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, things were a little easier to appreciate back then. Well, I mean too. It's got you p- fought Wart. How that's yeah. that's amazing. It's got Birdo in it's it. It's got Birdo. I, I will admit. You threw Birdo. beats at people beats. like the vegetable. And that's like the one thing I really remember about two is the, the vegetable. B E E T. Not like Dre. <laughs> yeah, not beats by Dr. Dre. Nope. No, that's skill down. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, that's our show. Thank you for joining us. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at ign.com. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Brandon. Yep. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop Band Route.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.